I think they're vain, stupid, and incredibly self-centered. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. There are songs that have multiple cover versions of each song. Like, okay. the song will be from the 60s, the 70s, and then a band will redo it, and you got to figure out which version you like the best. Okay, is that is this like a quiz? <laughs> no, it's just your opinion. Which song do you like the best? Which version of the song do you like the best? Okay, I'm glad you're asking which one I like the best because what I find that happens all the time is I'll be like, oh, this is a great song. And then somebody older will be around me and they'll be like, dude, that's an old song. This is a remake. I'm like, oh, damn. You mean like Kanye didn't originate this one or <laughs> this, is not Rih- this is not Rihanna's song? or? <laughs> yeah, I learned a lot because... Like, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett is a cover song. I didn't know that. Well, I only know that because I've interviewed her a bunch of times over the years. I worked for a radio station many, many years ago called WLIR. And she would, like, come in there. If she had nothing to do, she would just stop by the station. Mm-hmm. So whoever was on the air, she, we, she would just jump on the air with you because she lived in the area. Um, it was the station that kind of discovered her. It was local. So uh, I've heard her tell that story or talk about some of the songs that she has that are covers of other songs and how she found them and who chose them and her manager and blow. I've heard all the Joan Jett stories. We'll start with this one. Walk This Way. Errol Smith did it first. So you know this version. And then you then you know the version that came second. Run DMC. With Run DMC, so you're like, well, this is better. The best version. You should always do songs with Run DMC forever. And then a girl band redid it. not as good as Run no, DMC. No, it's uh, yeah, it's not good because her voice isn't great. We're going to pick Run DMC on that one. Here's the second song. It's a little bit funny. Your song. This who originally did it was Elton John. Yeah. I'm not one of those who can. I mean, how can they, anything be better than Elton John? Don't have much money. Here's the second one. This feeling inside. I'm not one of those no, this is weird. who can easily hide. I don't have much money, but boy, if yeah. I did, so this is Ellie Goulding. I'd buy a big house where we both could live. And from Moulin Rouge, another version, but it's not bad. I don't hate it. Dark. Who's this? You and McGregor doing this. No. I hope you don't mind that I put down in I mean, he's not a great singer, but the interpretation is kind of dark. See, I don't hate that. I don't hate it, but it's still not Elton John. You know, it's like if you're going to cover somebody, just, you know, don't go after the the biggest Grammy winners, the most important artists on the planet.
you know, choose somebody like, you know, do a cover of a Hanson song. <laughs> that nobody knows. Do something off their uh, B-side to, right. to, to their album and they'll go, oh, that's a great song. It's a uh, no. Yeah. Don't try and cover Adele. Don't try and cover Elton John, like any of the greats. Just, just you know, stay in your lane. But some people have like this. Here's the original. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you. This is Dolly Parton. White Stripes did it. Cool interpretation. And then... Smiley. Smiley. Yeah. Good version. Well, that's her aunt. I mean, they're related, so it's like it's like young Dolly Parton. Yeah. Is her godmother her, her aunt? Are they related, related, or the godmother? I didn't think they're related. I think they're just like good friends. I don't know. No, no. I think it's a godmother situation. I think uh, oh, that's really? a godmother. Yeah. Wait, so which one? Which one do you like best? I, I, I still gotta go with Dolly Parton. Again, the original still better. It's Dolly Parton. Again, she is an she is a goddess. You know what I mean? Like, go make go, go remake an Alanis Morissette song. Right. So here's another song, the original. If I should stay, I don't recognize it yet. I would only. You will. You Another Dolly Parton song. I'll think of you each step of the way. It's amazing. Sorry, Dolly. Beautifully written song, but I have a feeling that I'm about to hear the better version. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I would only be in your way. Yeah, no, I already have chills. I know I get chills from the Dolly Parton one too. So but here's another version. Wait, you didn't even get to the, the you didn't even get to the most important part of that song. You, you, you just gonna let it go? Oh my god! No, you've heard it a million times. So this is Leanne Rhymes. I have literally heard women on The Voice do a better version than this. When it kicks in, she has this little yodel. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Okay, let me just tell you, I've literally heard contestants auditioning for American Idol who did not make it through to Hollywood do better versions than that was just they don't have the yodel though I I like the yodel here's the next song now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played 
and it pleased the Lord. This but is the original of Hallelujah. Really oh, okay. Do you? It goes like so this is the original. This is he's to- Leonard he's Cohen. He's talk singing it. Yeah, Leonard Cohen. So that's one version. The other one that I think is far superior than that one. Well, I heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? But is this version... It goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift... I don't like this. This so you're, sounds really pushed. You're going back to Jeff Buckley. Yeah, because Jeff Buckley, it feels like very natural, like he's just singing off the tip of his tongue, whereas Rufus Wainwright, who I love normally, his version of the song feels very um, it feels very pushed and young and like he doesn't quite know where he's going to go with the song, whereas Jeff Buckley, I feel like I'm in good hands there. There were nights when the wind was so it's all coming back to me now. Here's the original. There were days when the sun was so Pandora's box. So this came out in the 80s. Okay, I haven't even heard of this. I mean this woman. And then who, okay, got it. who redid it? There you go. Celine Dion redid the yes, song. Again, Celine Dion, goddess. You can't, I mean, she's wins hands down. But I'm going to say this isn't the best version of this song. What is? Meatloaf. <laughs> It's a version. There were days when the sun It's meatloaf. So Far superior than Celine Dion. Celine Dion sang the song by herself. She didn't need help. He needed help. Celine Dion humming on her way into Target as she's grabbing a, a basket is better than anything meatloaf has ever done. Oh, we'll we'll fight about that one. So we're just going to move on. It's just easier just to go ahead and move on to the next song. Here's the original. You know this song. Let me listen to it for a second. So good. Such a full, rich song. Such a great song. But... Such a great song. Tori Amos, you're going to kill me, but as much as, you know how much I love Nirvana, saw them live, I was at the Kurt Cobain Unplugged on MTV, the famous, I was there, I could see myself in the video, I love her version of this, it's so sexy, and it's such a different interpretation of the song, I don't like one better than the other, I love them both. I'm going to say I like the Tory version better because I know Tory. 
and and right, she you bought with me her a at coffee. Atlantic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She oh, bought me a coffee. Kurt Cobain never bought me a coffee. <laughs> so. It's you know it is. You can't say which one you like better or worse. They're two completely different versions of the song, and they have completely different meanings. Do you know what I mean? Like you, so, I feel Patty like you can't Smith like one better. I know people love Patty Smith. They go nuts for her. She's an icon. I get it. But like, yeah, don't waste your shit. Sorry, honey. You're amazing, you're an icon, I get it, but yeah, stay away from Nirvana. To my love, took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. So this is Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Stevie Nicks singing. Yeah, her voice is just beautiful the tone of it the tone of her voice is just oh. another good version though is the smashing pumpkins no they did a version of it actually a good version of the song the chicks well back then Dixie chicks now Dixie chicks yeah now they're just the chicks Version. Can I sail through the changing you know what it is? It's not that it, uh, she's got a beautiful Can voice. I, I forget her name, but she's a beautiful voice. The thing is, if you're going to what Tori Amos did with um, "Smells Like Teen Spirit," she made it her own. She took their song and she Tori Amos did. Mm-hmm. The Dixie Chicks are just re-singing exactly what Stevie Nicks sang with Fleetwood Mac. They're not making it their own. So I feel like. The original has got to be better. It's better because you're not doing anything different with it. Next. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. And you can actually hear the crackling of the record. It's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah, it's a new dawn. No one's better than Nina Simone, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't. I don't even care who does it. And I'm feeling good. (laughs) It's just awesome. I just got wet. I just got wet. That's how good Bu- that song is. Then Michael Bublé redid it. Birds flying high. Good version. <laughs> no, but it you isn't. know how I feel. Just not getting you wet. <laughs> no, it is. Sun the opposite. In the sky. <laughs> you know. I now never want to have sex again. I then uh, muse wow, went ahead. Wow, I just dried right Breeze up in two seconds. On muse redid it. Didn't they do it for a movie? They didn't do it because they were redoing it, right? Weren't they asked to do it for some movie? Probably. Probably Nina Simone's a god. I mean, that's you cannot do better than Nina Simone. You know this version. So who could redo that song and make it more better? 
the biggest cover band in the world, and that's Weezer. Get ready to get wet again. Here. Okay, wait. I thought you were gonna give me "Smooth Criminal." Sorry, I was. It was a wrong song. Chris Cornell. Oh, I remember this. She says I am the one who will dance on the floor. My problem with this song is quiet, I forget to, I forget to breathe. Yeah, I was gonna say, right. <laughs> quiet, I'm listening. Every head turned with eyes that dream being the one who would dance on the floor and around. Damn. Oh man. People always told me be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking young girls' hearts. Breathe. Mother oh always God. told me, be careful who you love. Careful what you do before the lie becomes the truth. Billie Jean is not my love. She's just a girl. That could be wow. the best cover song ever. Ever, ever. When I first heard Michael Jackson, I thought you were going to give me Smooth Criminal and then play the better version, which is the Alien Ant Farm version. In my opinion, I 100% prefer the Alien Ant Farm version. Yeah, I do too, but Billie Jean, you got to give it to Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah, no, that's Billie Jean. That's a different song. I wasn't sure what song you... First, when I first heard Michael Jackson, I thought we were going Smooth Smooth Criminal. Criminal. I didn't didn't realize we were going Billie Jean. Yeah, no question, Chris Cornell... That's just the best thing ever. <laughs> and one of the best songs ever written. All around me are familiar faces. Mad World. This is Tears for Fears. They were like the go-to band in the 80s. They were like icons in the 80s. They were in every single movie, always on the radio. They, they were like, they had a moment. That's their version. Here is Adam Lambert's version. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out faces, bright and early for the daily races. Going yeah, you got to remember to breathe during this, also. And the tears are filling up no expression no expression on my head I wanna drown my that's you know you know why that's so beautiful because the way tears for fears did it they did it like it was a fun little ditty but it's actually a very deep dark song and Adam Lambert found the real depth to that song so when he does it, you really get those lyrics and what they were. It's almost like he did a better version of, of their, what they were trying to say in their song. And Michael Andrews did another great version. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, 
worn out faces bright and early for their daily races going nowhere going beautiful it is beautiful their tears are filling up their glasses no expression no expression yeah the slower version of this song works so much better drown my but the way Tears for Fears no does it, you don't realize it's a beautiful song. And I find it kind of funny, I find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to take. When people run in circles, it's a very, very... Ladies and gentlemen, may I present to you It's the Cooper and Anthony Show So the last we heard about Adele I figure figure you probably need like an update of what's going on with Adele Because the last we heard is that she was canceling her Vegas residency indefinitely That's Mm -hmm. what all the insiders were saying Now she is claiming that no, she's planning on still doing it But she just doesn't have a date yet um, so everyone's been asking, like, so is it canceled? Is the whole thing going on with her stage fright? Like, is she fighting with her boyfriend? What the heck is going on? Is one excuse after another. We don't know which one is the real story. Remember, we talked about the fact that she had problems with the set designer. There was so many issues. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a huge show in the UK. One of my favorites is Graham Norton. He's been on forever. He's like the, I don't even want to say David Letterman. Because he's way funnier and way more creative than David Letterman ever was, and he's still on the air, and David Letterman isn't. Um, but and that's not—I'm not trying to diss David Letterman. He was a genius. But Graham Norton is like—he's amazing, and everyone goes to the UK just to talk to him. Like he's incredible and funny himself. So Adele is talking to Graham Norton. He's, she's on the show, and you know he asked her. He got—he gets right in there with celebrities. He's not afraid of them. He asked her like. How could that have happened with Vegas? Like, how did you sell tickets, but you weren't a, like you weren't ready? Like, the show wasn't ready. How did you allow it to come to that? Like, down to the wire. I tried my hardest, right? I really thought I would be able to pull something else together, you know, in time. And that was why it was so last minute, which, you know, I regret, obviously, that I, I kept going with it until that late in the day. Um, but it, was just, it just wasn't ready. And there were lots of different reasons of why. There were COVID, you know, delays with pieces of the show there were some things that weren't going to be arriving until the day of the show so therefore i would never be able to see them or approve them um so that that, you know there were lots of delays for that we our manpower was down because i'm doing all this testing for my you know for my crew and stuff like that and our carpenters who are there to fix and change things you know there and then we had like hardly any able to come to work (laughs) bullshit Like, no one's buying the COVID story. And it just would have been a really half-hour show, and I can't do that. I can't. That, that doesn't... People will see straight through me up on stage being like, she doesn't want to be doing this. Yeah, but she's saying this. People already bought tickets. They bought air... They bought not, not just tickets to her show. They bought airfare. They bought hotels. So she's like, yeah, you know, the show wasn't ready. It's not that casual. You told people it was ready. You gave them dates that the show was going to be happening. Your super fans had already bought everything even before the tickets went on sale they did a whole pre-sale thing i'm sure so i don't like i I love adele so don't don't get me wrong here but i don't like how casual she's being like well you know the show wasn't ready 
Well, then, you know, why'd you sell tickets then? Not that many people live in Vegas, so you have to travel to Vegas to see something. Right. Right. So it's not like you're just not going to go down the street to see the show. You're flying in. It's an expense. And for her to cancel at the last second was was the problem. Right. And even if you get a cheap flight to Vegas somehow... Hotels in Vegas, especially now, <laughs> freaking fortune. It's almost as much as a, as a ticket to see Adele. So, um, yeah, so she gave the same BS that she gave everybody else. You know, the way she just basically said, oh, you know, it wasn't ready in the set. And we tried to fly something in and it wasn't ready. You know, we get it. We knew it wasn't ready. Then why did you sell tickets? So she didn't really answer that question. She gave the same uh, pat answer she's been giving. But so then he asked her, well, why don't you just do a solo thing? Just you on a stage, you know, very intimate, maybe with a guitar, something like that. You know, you knew you you already were selling tickets. Just wing it. There was a part of the show that was like that. But I, I feel like I've always had a really great incline with my show. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really comfortable in theatres, which is one of the reasons I'm so bloody excited about doing the Coliseum. Yeah. And then I nailed my arenas. I don't care what no one says. Like, considering <laughs> that I'd always done theatres. Like, and I went on every night loving doing my show because I knew it was a great show, like, yeah. you know? And then I did stadiums and I did it in the round, which even my team were, like, worried about. I just think it's so funny. She is so flipping hot. She is so flipping talented. <laughs> and if I was married to her, I'd, she, stop talking. I can't stand that accent. Such a horrible accent. Yeah, those that, that accent doesn't go with her. It's weird when when that when she opens her mouth and she's suddenly like, hey, hey, what's up, bloke? And you're like, wait. <laughs> it's not even a you're good accent. It's a, yeah, it's a weird accent. <laughs> she would need closed caption on her at all times. <laughs> she would have to carry like an iPad underneath her chin. It just has <laughs> what she said so I could understand. She was saying that, okay, I'll interpret Adele for you then. She's saying, he asked her why you don't just do a solo thing with just you on a stage with a guitar, just make it really intimate. And she's saying, because I do arenas really well. I don't care what anybody says. Like, arenas are my thing. I love the big space and all the people. And, and she has the show set up that every, every like, section of the show is a thing and she really enjoys that rather than I mean she's right there's a lot more pressure like when you go see an artist intimately and it's just them and a guitar it's just them singing the whole time and it's not as exciting for them if they don't have dancers or something to do or a light show or something fun like oh we're gonna do this song over there or you know what I mean like it makes it less fun for them and if she's doing it every single weekend as a Vegas residency, it probably gets very monotonous. I know, but her fans that flew in from Australia don't really care if it's her and a piano or her and the whole show. They just want to see Adele. Yeah, I don't know why. Did she reimburse them? Have we, do we know about that? Yeah, I, it's, it's a Live Nation thing, probably. So as long as she says she's going to reschedule, you don't get your money back. No, no, I mean for the hotels and the airfare. Oh, no, you you eat that. Right, but so these are super fans, so do you think that she worked it out with them no, privately? She's, she's eating it. Oh. It's happening this year. Oh, this year? Oh, 100%. Oh, fantastic. See, it's a 100% happening. That means they're eating those tickets. 
But listen to the reason why it's not going to happen next year. I want a baby next year. Okay, so isn't that interesting? So she revealed that. So I guess things are doing well with her and her fiance because mm. that was one of the rumors, like why she was canceling her tour because they were having, I must say, marital issues, relationship issues because they're not married yet. They're having relationship issues, and she was screaming and crying on the phone with him. But we don't know if she was screaming and crying about him. She might have been freaking out about what was going on on the set and just using him as a sounding board. Like, no one knows exactly what she was talking to him about. So they seem to have a pretty tight relationship, and now she just revealed that she wants to have a baby with him next year. So she's definitely going to be on tour this year. or She's definitely doing her Vegas residency this year. Well, you say that now, so we'll wait and see. Right, until until there's a date announced and the first person with a ticket gets to sit down in a seat. Yeah. Nothing's <laughs> happening. No, I'm not, uh, no. We're feeling kind of emotional. Give us a sec, okay? Thanks, we're over it. The Cooper and Anthony Show. Videos to make you smile for the weekend. Here's one. This is an Australian news anchor talking about her yard. But I guess she doesn't call her yard her yard. She has another word for it. And, and Daniel, I want to ask, because my cooch is dying... And it's, yeah. and what, like, what? And I don't have... <laughs> what? My cooch is dying. So she calls... That's a little too personal. <laughs> she, she calls her front yard her cooch. And she says oh, on TV, but my cooch is dying. And her co-host can't help himself. He's, 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 he's done. The, the dog pees all over it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's probably why. It's reasonable. Yeah, nitrogen burns. Does she not know what the word cooch means? <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep the dog off it and, uh, yeah, you'll probably see results. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with my co-host. Let's go to break and I'm going to explain to you what cooch is. All right, so the dog's got to go. <laughs> to save the cooch. <laughs> we just need to train it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he's laughing. What, can somebody tell me why he's laughing? I don't get this at all. Cooch has got really good wear and tear tolerance, um, so it can recover quickly. Um, but no lawn can really withstand dog pee. <laughs> A cooch with good wear and tear. That's mine. <laughs> but... but <laughs> <laughs> Another person uh, mic'd up their four-year-old while he was snowboarding. Okay. So they put a mic on him, and he, four years old, goes snowboarding. Get up, go in that secret path. Oh, yes, sweaty dad. Someone's in our secret path. This way, you'll slip. I won't fall. Maybe I will. That's okay, because we all fall. Have fun, dad. Well... Let's go down this big old hill. <laughs> Wee woo! Wee woo! Wee woo! He's just skiing away, oh, that's singing. So cute! You left out the most important part: is that the kid is in a dragon costume. <laughs> what kind of dinosaur are you? Uh. A powder saurus. <laughs> now we can't get up. I'm a stuckosaurus. Now I'm a stuckosaurus. Oh, that's so cute. I'm a stuckosaurus. Oh, that's adorable. Another kid video. This kid is uh, doing his, his math homework at home. Uh-huh. 
and he's going to try to explain how much money this kid has. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> Jaden's got one dollar, two quarters, and a penny. How much money you got? Jaden broke. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? Jaden broke. That kid's funny now. When when you're funny that young, you're going to continue to be funny when you get older. Like, you don't stop being funny. Jaden broke. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Sebastian Stan is going to explain why Gossip Girl has better fans than Marvel fans. And let's explain. Sebastian Stan is the actor who is right now playing Tommy in Tommy and Pam. He's playing... Uh, Oh, that's where he's from. I thought he was just yeah, from realize, Gossip Girl. I, I realized you didn't know who he was. Yeah. Aren't you watching Pam and Tommy? Yes. Have you seen it? Not yet. Okay. That is Tommy Lee. Well, Gossip Girl, you know, they're very loyal to Gossip Girl fans. I mean, cool. they really have to, you know, like they've loved the show. They've they've studied it. They have wild questions about that i mean it's just interesting to me how i i still get that once in a while but you really have to go dig to sort of find out about gossip girl but um their loyalty yeah that's a good one <laughs> he is tommy lee by the way i mean he's got his mannerisms down his lip movement down he's got everything down to a t wow and it really makes tommy lee look like a total douchebag so if you are a a Marvel fan, or if you then you know exactly who he is. But if you don't, he plays Bucky Barnes mm-hmm. in the Captain America movies. Yeah, so he's he's a Marvel guy too. It's, it's it's interesting how like one actor can be in three different places and nobody knows who he is until they until he's in the type the genre that they know. Name the one you have chosen. Goes by the name of It's Cooper and Anthony. So I know you haven't heard their name Sting in a long time. What's he doing? Well, you know, it's so weird. It's like, does every generation know who Sting is? Or is he start is he starting to get to that age that, like, some people just don't know who he is anymore? Like, because people don't really know the police. And they know the police. If I played a song, you'd be like, oh, I know this song. And I said, oh, yeah, this is the police. Oh, okay, now I know. But so is Sting one of those, like household recognizable names that if I said Sting, people know exactly who I'm talking about? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I think a lot of people know him from Friends. They had a whole episode about going to a Sting concert. So I wonder if a certain certain generation knows him from that. Um, Well, he's he's in Only Murders in the Building. There's a couple of episodes, and I'm sorry if you didn't see the first season. Tough shit. It's too late. We, and we've talked about this before that I could spoil it now because it's been like months. Um, there's one point in Only Murders in the Building where Sting is one of the residents of the building and they think that he's the murderer. So they kind of try to, they try to like con him. They go to his apartment and they try to like con him into admitting that he's the murderer and he's obviously not. Is so, he Sting in it or is he somebody else? No, no, he's Sting. 
Bee sting? Okay. They're like, yeah, they're like, Sting lives in the building. Like, could it be him? I don't know. Let's go find out. You know, so they go try to find out. Anyway, so Sting is back in the news today. And the reason why he's in the news is because we just found out that he sold his entire career music catalog to Universal Music Publishing Group. His entire everybody else is doing that. Everybody is doing that. Every breath you take, Roxanne, Shape of My Heart, Message in a Bottle, Fields of Gold, Desert Rose, Englishman in New York. Oh, even his his solo stuff. Yes. Yes. He sold all of it to Universal Music Group. Yeah. He said that... Here's his statement. This is kind of interesting. He said, It's absolutely essential to me that my career's body of work have a home where it's valued and respected. Not only no. to connect with long, not only to connect with longtime fans in new ways, but also to introduce my songs to new audiences, musicians, and generations. I think it's interesting because so he is the co-founder and frontman of the Police, and he's also a solo artist. He's seventy years old, and I think he's sort of getting to that point where he's looking at his music as what is he going to leave his kids. Do you know what I mean? So he could leave them his music or he can leave them the $300 million that he allegedly got from Universal Music Group. They won't say how much, but um, Forbes had valued his catalog at $300 million. And Stuart Copeland, who was in the police, is probably sitting there right now going, um, I'm still working a part-time job. You didn't write none of it. <laughs> ah, damn it. Just stop by Starbucks and tip me really well then. Yeah. I think that's a horrible idea because uh, Brian May sold a lot of Queen songs recently. Right. And every commercial is a Queen song. But that's what's going to happen. You know, yeah. so in 2019, BMI said that Every Breath You Take was the most played song in radio history. And now it's going to be the most played song in a Verizon commercial. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, now that UMG owns it, and I guess that's got to be okay with him. It's weird when musicians sell off their catalogs. So I have a a small list of the top five musicians with the most valuable catalogs, the ones that are worth worth the most. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, number five on the list, like the five most valuable... This is this is somebody that I don't even I, I can only name maybe one song, Paul Simon. Yeah, he wrote a lot of stuff though. I guess, he wrote a lot I of guess stuff for wrote, other people too. And he wrote a lot of stuff in the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. so he was smart to do that. So he sold his catalog; he cashed out to Sony at the tune of uh, two hundred and fifty million dollars. How much he got for his music? Sound of Silence alone was worth that. Maybe. Bridge Over Troubled Water is the song that they talk about mm-hmm. in this article. Uh, Bob Dylan is number four on the list. He sold off his music also to Universal Music Publishing Group, the same people that Sting just sold his to. He sold his for $325 million. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Sting sold his, is because Bob Dylan just sold his. How come? What, what's one thing I'd do with the other? Because they sold it to the same place. And he said, well, if Bob Dylan can get 300000 for that crap, <laughs> I should be able to get a little bit more. My crap's better than his crap. <laughs> uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein, the Broadway legends. I didn't even realize that they would have 
Of course, they have a catalog, but it never it never occurred to me that they have a catalog that was worth buying. But Concord Music Group bought it in I think it was 2019 for 350 million dollars, and I think a lot of that's to do with the fact that they. Um, they revived Oklahoma mm-hmm. on Broadway recently. That was a huge, that was really, did really, really well. The number two top selling, most valuable catalog was Michael Jackson's. Really? Yep. This is interesting that he sold it because, you know, MJ is the Michael Jackson musical. It's on Broadway right now. And I guess Magic Music, that's the publishing company. I guess they were fine with all of these songs being sold for, you know, being used for Broadway, which is, I think, it's kind of interesting. But $375 million for Michael Jackson's catalog. Did he sell it, or did it, his kids sell it, or who sold that music? Here's what this says. Michael Jackson may have passed away over a decade ago, but his music is still popular as ever, giving him one of the highest value music catalogs in the world. Before his death, he consolidated his copyrights to his own music publishing company, Magic Music. That includes his hits Billie Jean, Beat It, The Way You Make Me Feel, which reportedly helped bring in over $20 million a year of publishing revenue. Magic Music also owns the rights to songs by Aretha Franklin, Elvis Presley. Yeah, I think that's his company. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Magic Music, My Jack Music, whatever it's called, you're right. I think that is, he didn't sell it. It's just valued at $375 million. But here's what's interesting about it. So Lennon and McCartney, their music catalog is worth a half a billion dollars, $500 million. Mm-hmm. Here's what's interesting. Now, maybe you correct me on this. If you remember, Michael Jackson acquired the Beatles catalog. Some of it. Some of it. Right. Right. And I think... That had to do with the fact that the John Lennon stuff that was owned by Yoko, she sold it because I don't think Paul McCartney would have ever sold the music. How did that all come about? Do you know? I think she did sell some of it and Michael Jack. It, it was like a gray area where it came up and Michael bought it real quick. And Paul had to go back to Michael and beg him to give him his music back. So I think Paul actually got it back. Before he, before Michael died, uh, they owned a minority stake in the publishing company that managed their rights, but it was eventually sold under them. And John and Paul both sold their remaining shares. The Beatles catalog later purchased by Michael Jackson. Years later, the catalog was purchased again by Sony, which was sued by Paul for control over his share of the catalog. The Cooper and Anthony Show. BuzzFeed put out some of the greatest pickup lines ever. And I'm going to see if they work on you. (laughs) Pretend we're in a bar. And you know, if I was single, I would so use these pickup lines. Okay. I hope you wouldn't use a pickup line, but okay. No, I would. I mean, that's exactly what I would do. All right. Hey, girl, you a communist? Because I feel an uprising in my lower class. Ew. (laughs) That's so cheesy. That's so gross. Ew. Are you my GPA? Because I swear I could do better. (laughs) Wait, that's kind of an insult. That's not really so much of a pickup line. Okay, we'll we'll try this one. It's it's, it's not a pickup. It's a put down line. Hey, babe. 
you a hit woman? Because I would pay and maybe you would take me out. Wait, so I don't understand. So you're going to pay and I'm going to take you yeah, out? Or yeah, and maybe you could take me out because you're a hit woman. So, but, but if I'm taking you out... see, none of these out, work with you. <laughs> wouldn't I be paying? I don't get it. Are you breakfast? Because you look like you're the most important meal of my day. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but what's that got to do with... How's that a pickup line? <laughs> How's that a pickup line and not just a nutrition tip? Your legs are no children, but I would sure love to raise them. That's gross. <laughs> so you're... What if, what if I have children... And now, that's gross. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's like, what are you, a pedophile? That's just, I don't like that one. If I could choose between one night with you or winning the lottery, I would choose winning the lottery. But it would be close, real close. Again, not really a compliment. So money is more important than being with me. Okay. Are you an Amber Alert? Because someone reported you for kidnapping my heart. You're using a real thing that, like an ambler, is when a child is taken against their will. You can't use that as a pickup line. My lips are like Skittles. Want to taste the rainbow? That doesn't even make any sense. (sighs) The only history I want to create is the history of you and me. Well, we're history. Trust me. (laughs) (sighs) None of these are working. No, because they don't make any sense. These, these are illogical. They don't really make sense. You have to, like, a pickup line should be something where it's obvious that you're interested in me, you're doing something to make me feel better about myself, or you're complimenting me. All these feel like insults. Do you know what would happen in zero gravity? I would still fall You'd for fall? you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away. Hey, girl. You would just fall. Are you a pirate? Because no. you put the curvy in scurvy. What's that got to do with dating? Scurvy's a disease when you don't have vitamin C or something. I was wondering if you're an artist because you were so good at drawing me in. I don't get it. You, you drawed me in. I know, but the, it's drawing on paper or like drawing on a... I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. <sighs> None of these work. I would use no, all of really these. Working. I would use all these. I would use the lottery one. That would be good. Choose between winning the lottery and, and hanging out with you. I'd pick the lottery, but it'd be close. That's not really a compliment. <laughs> 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 and I would worry if you said me and not win the lottery. Not the Skittles one? Rainbow? No, no that's not good. No, Amber Alert? No. No, you don't want to use a child being abducted as your way into a woman's <sighs> See, I'm no good at these, so that's what... No, you're really terrible at this. You know, I, like, guys with pickup lines from when I was single, which was a long... I spent a lot of time being <laughs> single. Any any guy starting a pickup line of any kind, it's a turnoff. Because it comes across as, like, so disingenuous. Like, you want a guy just to walk over and talk to you. Just talk, just say hi. Or just walk over and just sit down or, you know, wherever I am. It's, it's like, just have a conversation. Be real. 
No woman wants to go out with a guy that would ever come up with a pickup line. The, the bad thing is, is we can think of hi. We just don't know what to say after hi. Okay, if I say hi, you say hi, and then I don't know where to go. So then I'm going to go to the Skittles thing in, in your lips and taste the rainbow. But that's not how you talk to people. Just, how about this? If there's a woman you're interested in, in talk to her like she's an actual human being. <laughs> talk to her like she lives in this world. Okay, but if she's hot, you know I, mean? I have a hard time talking to her. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not good, you know. You're, it's too hot. You don't have to be like, I know, you don't have to be like witty and charming. Well, you should be witty and charming yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, chicks say but... they want witty and charming and funny. So I'm being funny by telling you you're scurvy and to curvy. <laughs> no, not a good. But that's you know. But even the, it's it's not you. Like you, you're funny. So if you want to be funny with a woman, just walk over and just find something funny to talk about or something funny to say or you know, try that. All right. How about this? I hope you know CPR because you just took my breath away. <laughs> Look, how about that? It's just, I don't know CPR, so you're just going to die. You're dying on the vine right here. Hey, are you a parking ticket? Because you got fine written all over you. Yeah, I think there's a t-shirt that says that. If you're a vegetable, you would be a cutecumber. How about this? <laughs> Anything that, that you can put on a t-shirt, don't say to a woman. I like the cucumber thing. I think I've seen that before. I think I think I've actually seen that on like Instagram. Do you have a map? Because I could get lost in your eyes. See? Ew. Are you? As I don't have a map because I don't have a map because it's 2022. Hey girl, are you as beautiful on the inside as you are on the outside? Eh? Eh? That's a good one. Wait, that's it. There's no punchline. Because you're fine on the inside. Are you fine in the inside? Like you're fine on the outside? Okay, I had one guy that did something once that I thought was fucking amazing, and I actually ended up going out with him. He, I knew him. I knew him socially. He sent me flowers, and he wrote on the card, I sent these to you because I wanted these flowers to see how beautiful you are. Oh, come on. That's as bad as the Skittles one. I thought that was pretty good. Like, instead of, like... You know, I want you to see how beautiful these flowers are. I wanted the flowers to see how beautiful you are. I was like, "Wow, that's." And it's a guy I knew. I knew him at the. I knew him from the gym. So I walk. You're you're hanging out at the bar, and I walk up to you, and I'm like, "Hey, there, I think there's something wrong with my phone. Could you call it real quick?" See, look at that. Now I got your phone number. Is something wrong with your phone? Call. Could you could you could you call it to see if it works? I know, but I'm not. I don't work in tech. You get, if you have a problem with your phone, just go to the Genius Bar. They'll help you. If you're a transformer, you'd be Optimus Fine. Is this a joke from 1997? <laughs> I don't really. Are transformers your, still a thing? I don't think kids know what those are. Your hand looks heavy. Could I hold it for you? So you calling me fat? You think calling me fat is the way in? Wow, you're terrible at this. That's where your head goes. I want to hold your hand, but you're like, no, you just called me fat. My hand looks heavy? You don't say anything on me looks heavy. Is your name Google? Because you're everything I've been searching for. We 
you don't search for Google. You search on Google. On a scale of really one to America, how free are you tonight? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on a, I'm on a bridge in Canada. <laughs> and what is your occupation? I am a bar fly. And by that you mean you loiter in bars waiting for men you don't know to buy you drinks? Exactly. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show. Yesterday, oh. I um oh Get yesterday. Get ready for this. Hold yesterday on. Yesterday was a big day. Yesterday was a huge day. Yesterday was Puppy Bowl. It was Puppy Bowl Sunday yesterday, and we watched the Puppy Bowl. We didn't miss a second of it. And uh, I got to tell you, that MVP, I don't agree. I agree with you. That That's just the wrong MVP. Abigail, much, not Abigail, deserving. Mm, Jack actually made a touchdown. I know, and that was the whole point, to make a touchdown. Jack all, made a touchdown like the first quarter. It was all really I have impressive. to say is I talked to her husband today on the phone. Did you? Right, Sean Lee. Right? What are you doing talking to my husband? And about the puppy bowl. And, and I wanted oh. to talk to him about the Super Bowl <laughs> okay. because he's a fan. Right. Of the Patriots, right? Of, of uh, I thought it was the Giants. One of the two. I thought he would have a good time watching the Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. he says... He didn't watch the Super Bowl because you wouldn't let him watch the Super Bowl. That you had to watch something on uh, TiVo. But but he was obviously kidding, right? No. She wouldn't let him watch the Super Bowl. No. He didn't watch the Super Bowl. Because I, I had a, I devoted a bunch of Law and Order episodes. What is and wrong? I, I had to, I had you to had keep up with, on, on Law and Order. I'm behind on my Law and Order because they had the new episodes from last week and the week before. I'm really behind on my Law and Order. But see, and, he's a man, and he didn't watch the Super Bowl. But I'm I'm not actually blaming Cooper for we this. We only one. have one TV. I'm blaming Sean Lee for not uh, having the cojones to step up to the plate, right? And, and uh, saying who's boss. But you, okay, excuse me. Hang on a minute. You think that if he stepped up to me, I would allow him? I mean, do honestly, it's do you the, really? Do you really see that happening? It's the one time in the year you he can step up to you. Other than that, he can he can bow down. But for one day, I'm gonna watch TV. You can watch whatever's on TiVo later. No, he because gets, it's still going to be there. He gets the TV. He's a baseball guy. He gets the TV whenever the Red Sox are playing Sometimes. in the playoffs, which is which is at night when you're at work. Exactly. So he gets the TV then. I'm there on Sunday. I said to him, "You go to someone's house." All, all of our friends were having Super Bowl parties. I was like, "Go to one of their houses." He wants to be at his own house. Well, we only have one TV. I wanted to be at my own house too. Who only has one TV in 2008? <laughs> That's what I want to know. It's us. We do. Only, well, Chad, you saw how tiny our apartment is. Where are we putting a second if TV? I lived My in, car had three. Yeah, if I lived in your apartment. <laughs> here's, here's the story. If I lived in your apartment, I would have the TV there, and around the corner where the bed is, I would have one up on that shelf that by the window, and I would right. have one in the kitchen. I would have three TVs <laughs> three in that TVs space. Three TVs in our little Absolutely. tiny 500-square-foot apartment? Anthony, agree or disagree? My, my kids were driving around this weekend watching The Simpsons. In my car. <laughs> and Sean Lee wasn't allowed to watch the Super Bowl. Sean Lee was not allowed to watch the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, do, do I said to, to like, him. we need to start a, like a fund to buy Sean Lee a, a new TV? wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy Sean Lee CD so he can afford a TV. You need to come kidnap him and get him out of there. It's like a cult at my house. You oh. need to you need to like de- deprogram him. Because, you know, if he would have stepped up to me and said, it's a Super Bowl woman, I'm watching it. 
Uh, he didn't do that. As a matter of fact, I had some work to do, so I was at the computer working. So I suspect while I was working, he got a little Super Bowl in there. And of course, I. But, no, he it's said two, he two inches away. No, here's you what would happened. Know. Here's what, no, well, because he wears the headphones, so I can't hear the TV, so I can do my work. So I stuck my head. <laughs> but you can see the TV. I can't see it. No, no, you can't. You can't see it well, from where the computer is. You've got that stupid is. plant in the way. That's right. The plant. Well, the plant is the wall. We don't have a wall. We have a plant. So I'm sitting behind the computer and I'm getting ready to get done working. And I lean around and I say to him, "Don't get comfortable on the couch. I'm coming to watch TV in a minute." <laughs> Just to let him know, like, don't get too comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah, turn Super Bowl. that game off. Don't. <laughs> because you're not going to be watching that game anymore. No. Nope. We're going to watch whatever's on TiVo. Right. <laughs> You can change it to, you know, <laughs> delete whenever I need space or whenever I want to delete. It will stay there forever. The Super Bowl is only one time, Chad, correct me if I'm wrong, one time a year. That is right. And, the, and the Puppy Bowl was three hours long. It ended right before kickoff. So they could have flipped it over. To, he could have appeased her by watching the right. hours of the Puppy Bowl like I did with my wife. Mm -hmm. So he sat there and watched that with you. The Puppy Bowl. Yes, he did. But he couldn't watch the Super Bowl by himself. Well, because by then I was ready for Law and Order. I had enough puppies. <laughs> I had enough puppies and enough football at that point. The puppies were running around with footballs in their mouth. It was more football than I wanted to see. <laughs> see, I don't know the take calls. <laughs> On to raise money for Sean Lee. Mm -hmm. uh, to when was it that you said I don't want to be married anymore? <laughs> yeah, I think you know. I gotta say, if if the question is when did you wish you were single for uh -huh. Sean Lee, it was definitely yesterday. I'm sure you actually for Sean Lee. I think it's every day, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> but it was yesterday at at six o'clock. Yes, mm -hmm. and into the night. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Becca. <laughs> Hi, Becca. Hi, Cooper. <laughs> Go ahead, yell at me. I have to say I agree with the boys. You should have <laughs> let him watch the Super Bowl. But you know what? Had he said to me, I really want to watch the Super Bowl, I would have backed off. But I said... You should know that. I said, I'd like to watch Law & Order. I missed last week's episode, and he didn't, he didn't balk. Had he said, it's the Super Bowl, woman? He didn't. He said, okay, here's the, here's the clicky. He, he probably did, them. but you were occupied with elsewhere. What? Well, if your if your relationship is at all like my parents or any of my dad's side of the family, mm -hmm. then he's not going to say it. Oh, right. So I should have been the one that said to him, "Sweetie, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You might want to watch a Super Bowl. Why don't you go ahead and do that?" Well, I don't watch football, but yesterday. For my boyfriend, I went and I got wings and pizza. I got a bunch of snacks. And I sat there and watched the Super Bowl with him. Mm -hmm. And the last, the last four, three, you know, three or four minutes was I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh, my God. I was, too, because I was waiting for House to start. House was supposed <laughs> to start. And it, they ran right into House. <laughs> I don't know why they do that to you, because then you end up catching the end of the sports thing, and you're waiting for house. Well, I recorded his house. <laughs> I've got a DVR, so I recorded that. Exactly. <laughs> and they'll be there until you want to delete it. Well, yeah, that's probably true. But then Anthony, but here's the thing, Becca, but then Anthony will ruin house for me. He'll tell me exactly what happened. 
So I have to watch it while it's happening. Otherwise, did you watch it already? Yes. Okay. I did. But house was was after the Super Bowl. No, no, but the thing is, the house was supposed to start at a certain time, and the Super Bowl kind of went over a little, because then they have to do, like, the post-game thing where people talk to each other. Right. And I was waiting for a house trophy. to start. The trophy. The trophy, yeah, and it was, it was a real pain. <laughs> I didn't like any of it. And just so you know, she said that she went and got wings. We had burritos. For the puppy bowl. Yes. Sean, Sean made them. Sean of course. Cooked. Andy cleaned up, too, didn't he? In his apron. <laughs> he didn't wear an apron. <laughs> he did not wear an apron. Hey, Greg. Hey Cooper, how are you? I'm I'm very good. I think my husband yeah, does not. It, I feel terrible now that he didn't stand up to me. Yeah, I'm I'm calling. I would like your home address because I want to drive <laughs> over to your house and personally redeem his man card. <laughs> take it away. I want to I want to take it and I want to cut it into several small pieces. <laughs> Shred it. Just stick it in a shredder. Shred it. Stick it in the shredder that and that throw it at him like confetti. Yeah, and time to grow some kahunas. <laughs> watch, you gotta watch the Super Bowl. It's American. It's a man thing. It's an American thing. You gotta watch the Super Bowl. Well, see, now I feel like I did something un-American. You did. Everybody in terrible. this country watch watch the Super Bowl. Ninety-eight million people watch. Ninety-eight million. Yeah, it should be ninety-eight million one. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Greg. And I, I feel bad. I can't. I don't have a time machine. I can't go back. And you could. You would have enjoyed the commercials. You wouldn't even had to really pay right. attention to the game. That's a good point. You could have been texting while the football game's going Which on. Which he was. I did. I texted Anthony while I, while the game was going on. I texted him. I said, what are you doing? But he didn't get the text till this morning. He wrote back, I'm sleeping. And I was thinking, <laughs> he slept through the Super Bowl, but then I realized he... he I didn't get it, it till 7 a.m., not 7 p.m. Yeah, so I think he thought that I'd text him this morning. Oh. But it was yesterday during the Super Bowl. I was trying to annoy him. What are you doing? All right, uh, John Weed just emailed me. Oh, no. And he said, buy Sean Lee CD at cdbaby.com <laughs> backslash Sean Lee 2. Help me help myself. That's, what <laughs> That's true. See, this is ha- this is his philosophy. If people go and buy his CD, which is only like 10 bucks anyway, uh-huh. if people go and buy his CD, he will have enough money, not just for a new TV, possibly a new wife. Yeah, he, he could, could finally, move out. He could finally afford that d- divorce he's always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jody. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Well, right now I'm watching soaps that were been recorded on DVR. <laughs> Sunday, I was watching Super Bowl. Now, it, how my, did you watch the wife, Super Bowl if Law and Order was on? Listen, listen. <laughs> that's the only game that I get to watch every year. Yep. And oh. uh, if my wife had said something about it, we'd have seen Law and Order. Law would have showed up and they'd ordered me out of the house. <laughs> 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 I, I had a hundred. I had a hundred fifty dollars worth of meat on the grill. I'm, I'm gonna watch some Super Bowl. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Sean didn't have the right food. Had he had the right food meat preparation, on the grill. I would have realized that maybe Super Bowl had to happen. You're the greatest man ever, Jody. Well, I, I started. I started cooking at like one o'clock. Mm. And uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm the cook around the house. If my wife cooks, we don't have to give money at church because it's either a burnt offering or a bloody sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, you should have invited Sean Lee to your house then. Maybe right. next year he'll come to Can your house. Can you imagine house. $150 worth of meat? And I bet he would have had some adult beverages too. True, he would have, oh. yeah. Yeah, we would have brought, we would have brought stuff. He's we're, drunk we're now. Good. Sean's a good good guest. He would have brought some stuff for you to drink. Mm-hmm. He's a good guest. I'd say invite him next year. Otherwise, he's going to end up watching, you know, <laughs> who knows what I'm watching next year. Maybe maybe my Dallas Cow- Cowboy Cheerleader show will be what's back. That, what's he'll that be show watching. she Tebow's every day? 
Card sharks. Card sharks. Card sharks. Or I'll be watching you a, would have been watching. Or I'll be watching a Meredith Baxter Bernie movie from <laughs> Lifetime. I got to tell you, Sean Lee came this close to card sharks yesterday. This close. But there was enough law and orders. I was happy. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Cooper. <laughs> How are you? Good. I guess Greg doesn't uh, listen to the show very often because Sean Lee lost his man card a long time ago. <laughs> Well, anyway, Cooper. Yes, yes, lovely. What? I love you, but you know that uh, Sean Lee is not the type of person that's going to stand up to you. So you know good and well after you said that he wouldn't say nothing else about it. You're right. And, you know, I should have known that about him, and I should have said, you know what, sweetie? It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's a big American important holiday. Just just watch what you want to watch. And One I, time a year, Cooper. I know. I bullied him. With that terrible. medication she has him on, he can't fight back. <laughs> right. Once, one time a year. Meat on the grill, Cooper. Meat on the grill. Yeah, and he can't cut through the leather straps. That he's, she's got him strapped to a, a chair. He got to watch the uh, baseball team he likes this year. They were in the what the final thing is. Yeah, but their games were when we're on the air, so you had no authority no over him. control over that, yeah. No, no, but still he got to watch them, so it's not like he didn't get to, you know, any man stuff in. He got some man stuff going this year. Little little, little man. Little no, man-ish. No, no. He says, oh, I get an email also from uh, from uh, John Wee. John Wee. Who says, uh, Sean Lee's man card and his cojones were taken on his wedding day. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he said, I do. Oh, hold on. I got to give you the card. Here you go. Here's the card. <laughs> Here's the card. Give me those, please. Right. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Give instead, me both. Instead of having the thing where you stomp on the glass, <laughs> you have the thing where he we hands those we things over. It, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Cindy. Hey, Cooper. Now, did you see the puppy bowl yesterday? Butthole, it was the Super Bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. You missed the it, puppy bowl. I didn't watch any TV. I, I don't care about what either one, no way or other. My husband went somewhere else to watch it. Uh, see, now I that, had the radio on. See, now that's what I would have liked. I would have encur- I, I encouraged him to go somewhere else. But if he wanted to watch it at home, I would have went in my room, in your case, in your office. Right. Bathtub. Yeah. Bathtub, wherever. Because as you put it last week, butthole, it's my turn. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I do have that office behind the tree. I could have hidden behind the tree for a couple hours. You could have sat in the shower and worked on your laptop. That's exactly, you know, and I actually, I really could have used a shower yesterday. I could have actually spent time in the actual shower. (laughs) (laughs) TMI. Oops, sorry, Cindy. But she's right. You know, I could have, well, I could definitely use a shower. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I feel terrible. I'm going to give him at least an hour of the Super Bowl. Did you allow Sean Lee to shower yesterday? He's always oh, allowed he to shower. To. Oh, yeah, that's he one of his requirements. To, yeah. I, he doesn't. I don't. She I don't have any jurisdiction him. over his cleanliness. Oh, please, he's whatever. <laughs> he showers or doesn't shower as he sees fit. He's one of those people. <laughs> yeah, right. he, he does shower every day, though. It's his own thing. He I can measures his hair on his head and goes. I do not. Two inches. You must go get a cut. That's get a cut true. today. It is not like the navy at our house. <laughs> you didn't use conditioner today, did yes, you? Get back I in there. Don't say that to him. Let me see your teeth. Oh, don't make it sound like I don't do that. Nalina, I owe him an apology, don't I? Yeah, I was thinking, I let my boyfriend watch the Super Bowl. I didn't want to, but I did. So mm-hmm. maybe since you revoked his man card, apparently, that you, maybe you should say, I'm sorry. Now, what was the circumstance that you let your, your, your boyfriend <laughs> watch Super the Super Bowl? Because I basically demand law and order myself. And mm. we watched it the night before. 
But I said, you know what, the Super Bowl, I don't care about it. But And honestly, he doesn't care that much, but we still ended up watching it. Oh, you watched it with him? Well, See? yeah. Oh, wow, you really love him. And I made dinner. <laughs> oh, wow. See? Yeah, See? well, you know, but you do that when it's a boyfriend. Wait till it's a husband. Mm-hmm. When it's a boyfriend, you're willing to watch any sport and do anything with them. All of a sudden, you're a huge football fan. Okay. The minute you get married, it's Law & Order on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. <laughs> I should apologize to him, shouldn't I? <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. How should she apologize? Call now. Okay, how should I apologize to Sean? I, this is not good. I need, if you've been married a long time, I really need you right now. 877-6-COOPER. It's the Cooper Lawrence Show. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Cooper. I'm a terrible wife. You know, he could have come and watched. He could have come and watched the game at my house. I started, but I actually watched the Carolina basketball game first. Then I watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, and all of my friends are watching the Carolina game too. And I was like, "Wow, it's a big sports day," but not for Sean Lee. Not for Sean Lee. And then I, at the commercials, I have to admit, I switched to the Puppy Bowl. <gasps> now, I was now, rooting for the Beagle, but that's because I have a Beagle. <laughs> that was a very cute little Beagle. Did you agree with who? Do you see who they who they chose as the, the MVP? Little, it was the little Jack Russell, right? Yeah, the Jack Russell who went to the water bowl and started digging in the water bowl and splashing everybody. <sighs> We're talking about the Super Bowl here. It was, it was pretty darn cute. And then I, I did. Try to stay awake for house, and I saw three quarters of house and fell asleep. Okay, let me tell you what happened. Her toe was broke. So, um, at, <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> what? It was leaking bone marrow. That was the problem. <laughs> that was okay. Thank you for spoiling it <laughs> nice. for everybody that did not see it. Thank you. Well, but Barbara, now you know what happened. Anthony, Anthony. at Bob's House of Meat. <laughs> <Right>, exactly. <laughs> and what was that guy's name? Who was a ghost? The guy who was a I ghost. I see dead people. What was yeah, that? Bruce kid? Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis was actually dead. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> ruin all movies for you. <laughs> and what happens at the end of Idiocracy? Uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> the result of Idiocracy right there across the room, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, James. Hey, guys. How you doing? Now, James, don't let me down. You did not spend yesterday watching those men running around with the helmets and the all that stuff, did you? Well, actually, no, we didn't. We were actually watching An American in Paris with Gene Kelly. <laughs> <gasps> Thank goodness. Yeah, I could have come to your house. Oh, you should have done that. But you should actually jump in your DeLorean and go back in time till tomorrow <laughs> and let him watch the, the bowl. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, see- we actually were flipping kind of back and forth to the game. I'm... I mean, I'm not really that interested in football, but, I mean, it was kind of a big game, so I was kind of flipping back and forth. But, oh, well, you know, live and learn. Well, so you know you'll what? know next year to let him watch the, the game. No, but see, James, Sean Lee and I live like gay men. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We live like gay men. We don't watch sports all day. We watch – oh, and I got to tell you, mm. I don't want to make it seem like I made him watch Law & Order. He turned to that Turner Classic no, he movie. Did he sure did. Whatever <laughs> old movie, whatever black and white movie was there, I'm sure it was during a commercial, but – he did turn oh, to that, so that's funny. Yeah, well, we li- next year, let him watch the bowl. Mm, okay, next year, if we're still married by then. Yeah. Oh, you will be. You're a lovely lady. My, well, that's. I don't mm. think he feels yeah. that way. My you, guess is he'll be watching the Super Bowl next year. I don't know if I'll be in the picture. Yeah, you don't live with her, James. Yeah. <laughs> and in the movie The Village, they're actually living in this age, not the 1800s. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> stop spoiling all the movies and, for and everybody. Who shot Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Who did shoot Jay? I, don't I have remember. no idea. Okay, good. At least you can't spoil that one for us. Hi, Susan. Hello. My husband had uh, three televisions on, 
That way, if he had to move to another room, he wouldn't miss anything. <laughs> oh, so he had the Super Bowl on on all three TV sets. Well, yeah, well, not that's not all we have, but those were the three main ones that he could jump between. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he, and, uh, your husband would never, ever, ever be happy at my house. Well, it, as long as there's a TV and there's sports, he's happy. But I, I didn't want to watch the game, so I went into uh, our master bathroom and started tiling. So, oh, see, that was very productive. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's see, I don't, I don't want jewelry or anything like that. I just want power tools. <laughs> <laughs> but if there would have been a problem in the bathroom, that would have been Sean Lee's job to fix that too. Right. No, but you know, Susan's making a good point because I actually had a closet that needed cleaning out. That every See, time we open it, stuff that. I could have been cleaning out the closet while the guy watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, the exactly. best Super Bowl in history. Right, with the most people ever to see. Ever it. seeing it. Oh. But you know, if she would have cleaned something up, she would have hurt herself, and then she would have been calling for him, and he would have had to go run out to take her to the and get a soft ER. drink and put it on yeah. her head or something. I don't know. Well, I, you know, I did leave for a little while yesterday, so he had a, a little window of opportunity. Yeah, five minutes. No, no, I left for like 20 minutes, a half hour. <laughs> I had to get a manicure. Probably during halftime. <laughs> yeah, he had, he, had, he had to so watch So we got to Tom see Tom Petty. Petty. <laughs> Yay. He did get to see Tom Petty, actually. It's very funny you should say that. He didn't get to see the game. He got to see <laughs> You're a very the, good the, point. The, the, dream half the halftime's like an hour and a half long, so the time you were gone, he didn't get to see the game. <laughs> That's true. He got to see Tom Petty, though, so stop complaining. Where were you when Tom Petty played the Super Bowl? Yeah, that would have been great Lee, if it was 1986. Right, right in front of <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Tracy, help me. Okay, I have a question. Did you think maybe you could TiVo the Super Bowl for him? Are you <gasps> out of your mind? That would have been the answer. Yeah. See, now this is what I did. I hate football, so I went shopping, and I left my husband home to do laundry and watch the Super Bowl. Oh, that was smart. He was he was happily and content. He bought a basket of laundry and folded and watched the, watched the Super Bowl, and he kept throwing socks at the thing whenever he got mad. <laughs> See, that's good. It's multitasking that he's still helping around the house, and he got to watch his game. And I got to go shopping. And you got to go shop. Oh, Tracy, where were you Saturday? I was at the circus. Oh, see, now you should have called me Saturday and told me what to do Sunday, because now I completely screwed it up. Oh, honey. I know. And now he's got, this isn't good. This isn't, I don't think it's. watch one thing and tape something else on TiVo, yeah? Uh, yeah, I, that's mm. what I have to do. You're right, Tracy. This does not bode well for my marriage. You've got mail. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're absolutely right. We have another email from uh, John Wee. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. She just called me gay. I'm out of here. I won't let the door hit me in the... <laughs> and he didn't even have time to finish Oh, that's that. right, because I said we live like gay men. Right. right. He's yeah, not, that's true. He's, well, he's gone. It's not, but it, he doesn't live as a gay man because, I, because he wants to. It's because... <laughs> You know, he's got me for a wife, so it's like he's a choice. I Put spend all day. On. Come on, dig. I spend all day going. How do these shoes look with these pants? Yeah, beg him not to leave. Come on, no, Sean Lee, please don't leave me, please. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Dan. How do I redeem myself with this guy? Uh, there's no redemption. Uh oh. <laughs> so what do you think? That's uh, it. It's I, over. I, I told Chad I can't believe what I'm hearing. That he didn't get to watch the Super Bowl. No, he did not. You are not allowed to TiVo the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. There ought to be a law. How come you can't TiVo the Super Bowl? It, it's just an unwritten man law. Yep. What they happens if you TiVo it? Written law. <laughs> but you, here's an idea. You can TiVo it if you want to rush it back during halftime and watch the Super Bowl. If you want your own instant replay. Exactly. Right. That's the only buy you get. 
But here's an idea. Okay. You got to throw him a surprise Pro Bowl party. Ooh, what's now, that? It's a far cry from the mm, Super Bowl. It's not the same, Dan. No, but this is all she's got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, tell me, tell me what I do. What I do. And maybe if you buy like that other call, like $150 worth of meat, put it on the grill, uh-huh. and invite a bunch of his buddies over, mm-hmm. that might just give you that little bit. But. Okay. Well, I don't that's think I don't think anybody wants to watch the Pro Bowl. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. No, no, but he's making a good point. So make like a little party for him, you know, and and just make him feel special. Because I think yesterday made him feel not special. I think the word is emasculated. <laughs> Ama- okay, let's go with emasculated. He's moving out of the apartment right now as we speak. Yeah, he's got a stick in the in the handkerchief. Yeah, you know, you know what we talked about last week with the stick with the handkerchief on the back, jumping from train to train. Yeah, that's what he's doing right that's now. Him. Yes, he he's seeing the country. <laughs> Ed, I'm sorry if I insulted you. Oh, you didn't insult me. I'm just saying I live in a whole household of gay men, and we had every TV on watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> See? <laughs> okay, living, so we don't, we don't live like gay men. We live like a woman who's in charge of her man badly. <laughs> the living room DVR was taping it, and my bedroom VCR was taping it, so we could go back and critique the commercials after it was over. <laughs> So now you're telling Sean Lee that a house full of gay men saw every episode, every part of the Super Bowl, and he did not. They look that way. <laughs> does wow. look that way. Oh, God, I'm so coming home to divorce papers tonight. Oh. Now, now you realize why we say Sean Lee deserves sainthood. <laughs> exactly. I see that. Anthony said to me, you should remarry him every month, renew my vows every month. Yes. Just keep marrying him over and over. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like he would at this point. Well, you should tr- talk him into it. Yeah, At tr- least make him feel special once a month. Okay. Oh, Andy, I really screwed up. Yes, you did. I did. Oh. <laughs> you, that's like, that's uh, the number 11th commandment. Thou shalt, <laughs> thou shalt not stop husband, gay or not, from watching the Super Bowl. That's just wrong. Oh, so what do I do? Well, they, 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 you know, the man said the only thing you've got, you remember the blonde haired girl from Happy Gilmore standing there in a black teddy with two pictures of beer? <laughs> yes. Well, see, you replace one of them pictures of beer with a pork chop, and, mm. and that's about your best. And bet. bring that blonde her- girl home with you. <laughs> that blonde, not <laughs> yes, me. you got to yes, bring that blonde yes. girl home. <laughs> yes, that might, that might, that might. <laughs> <laughs> that might do it. Yeah, that yeah. blonde girl with a pitcher of beer and a pork chop. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Andy, do you think it's fair if I give Sean Lee, like, maybe one free, I don't know, night with some random girl to make up? Like, how do you make up for not watching the Super Bowl? What do I do? Uh, that, 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 that's really, that, I, I don't, that's, that's just beyond me. I don't know. I mean, that's like the worst thing that you could have done. I didn't even think about it. And he he should have said something. Why didn't he many, tell me? Think how many hours upon hours upon hours Sean Lee has stood there outside a dressing room of a shoe store or a clothing store holding her purse. That's a good point. And she couldn't sit there for four hours and, and watch one football and, and game. And you don't know how the man's mind works because for a month we're sitting there in our head going, oh, yeah, the Super Bowl is coming. Everywhere we I go don't in care our head, we can hear it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we don't really? care who is in it. It's just coming. Really? Jay, how do I redeem myself? Well, well I, I, um, my best suggestion would be to go and get him uh, tickets to uh, 
the the Red Sox season opener and a six foot <sighs> Italian in uh, one of those uh, boxes, the <sighs> box seats and all. Yep. That's a brilliant idea. I think that would make up for it. Yeah, and it's going to cost you too because you know Fenway's <laughs> a little bit tough to get tickets, but you're going to have to dig deep. Uh, well, yeah, but that's his favorite team, and if I can get him tickets for the season opener, I think that would that would, that would definitely make up for it a little bit. Yes. And the Italian would do that either. Oh, Jay, that's a great idea. Yeah, he likes taller women. That's true. I'll get him a hot woman to go with him. He said he said a six foot Italian. Six foot Italian woman. No, Jay's yeah. right because I don't yeah. care about. How are sports. you doing, Jay? I'll send him with a. <laughs> I'll send him with a hot woman. It's brilliant. It's, yep. Hot woman. Oh, uh, Italian sandwich. I'm talking. Oh, oh a sandwich. sandwich. You're talking oh. about an Italian woman. Look, at, that's where their minds go. These two. Oh. Of course, that's where their minds. When you say go. six foot Italian. <laughs> You're thinking a six foot tall Italian woman, right? Like the one I'm that from, just married the pre- the president in France. I'm from Maine. We call those things that you get at Subway in Italian. Oh, oh okay. right, right, See. right. Okay, well, a big sandwich. Yeah, I think he would prefer the woman, but okay, okay. I'll get him a well, sandwich. Get, get him a four foot Italian and a, and, a, and a five foot <laughs> and a five foot English woman. woman. Right. <laughs> and, and if you want to email Jay, it's Jay at Bob'sHouseOfMeat dot com. Right, exactly. And if if anything is if you is have anybody an email, been emailing you, Jay? Not yet. Okay, email Jay right now. Yeah, got Jay email at Jay. Jay at bobshouseofmeat.com. And for the record, I tried to watch the Puppy Bowl last night, but my in-laws, we were at my in-laws' house, mm-hmm. and their cable company is stuck in the 70s. <gasps> they, they don't have, have Animal, animal planet? planet? They don't have Animal Planet. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Look at how upset email Chad Jay. and I just got. Chad and I just got very upset that there's no Animal Planet at that house. Do something about that immediately. Right. Call them. Hi, Ken. Hello. Hi. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ken is like, you know, when you know when you know you did something wrong, and your dad calls to yell at you. That's Ken. He has a disappointed tone in his voice. Yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah, he does. Hi, Ken. Ken. Oh, oh thank God. Oh, he hung up on you. Oh, thank that, goodness. That's how disgusted with you he is. I guess he is. Oh, gosh. What do I do? How am I going to make it up to Ken? <laughs> you, can't, you can't even send him an email to apologize because he doesn't have an email machine. It's true. Uh, so, now, so not only have I lost Sean Lee, I've lost Ken as well. Oh, this no. is a bad day for me. I made one little mistake yesterday. And we called Manolo Blahniks, too. Oh, All of no. them. <laughs> I feel I'm the worst wife in the world. Robin. Well, I'm sorry, Cooper, but you don't want to talk to me. <laughs> you know that no. feeling you get when you've done something wrong and your mommy calls you? Oh, no. Cooper, Cooper, Cooper. Okay, go ahead. I my deserve bo- it. My boyfriend could care less. He didn't even know who was playing last night, but I don't miss any second of any playoff game. The Super Bowl, I had two TVs going. The phone turned off. And to hear this, Sean Lee, I'm so sorry, baby, if you're listening. He is. Cooper, I love you, but I tell you, I'm not going to have to take away your good girlfriend, good wife card. Oh, I, yeah, you're right. I really should. Maybe a blind date with Eli Manning. Ooh. <laughs> that would, so, so if he met one of the players, do you think that would maybe make up for it? Well, I think it would ease the pain. Oh, Robin, can he come to your house next year? Honey, he can come on to my house. You can come, too, and you can watch the Puppy Bowl in the other ring. Oh, that's great. I love that idea. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Take oh, care. I'm sorry, Robin. Robin's right. She's right. Oh, I feel horrible now. She's the one who said to Chad, bless her heart. <laughs> bless her heart. <laughs> which, which uh, if you're just joining us in the South, bless your heart means screw you, yeah. lady. Yeah. And I use lady in the not nicest of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, oh, man, I feel horrible.
Brian, how can I redeem myself? Say Brian. Yeah, I said Brian. Okay. You know, uh, I'm actually going to have to take your side. This sounds weird, but is he really mad at you? Well, I think he didn't realize how disappointed he should be until he spoke to Anthony today. And Anthony was like, what are you, crazy? Because you know when guys get around other guys and, and all of a sudden they realize that they're guys again? Well, yeah, but it's like, I can't see him being mad. He should have put his foot down last night. And like, see, there's, yeah. no, there's no option. Like, No, he's watch, scared of her. You, like, you watch the Super Bowl. There's no, can I or will you let me? It's like, I'm having the boys over. And we're you know, just we're watching is, the Super Bowl. That's what we're doing, and you have no say in it. Exactly. Exactly. So he really don't have any say, so if he didn't say something last night, it's too late now. But see, Brian, this is my problem. I'm very bossy. I have to stop being that way. Otherwise, uh, see, otherwise he would have stood up to me, but I mm-hmm. think he just didn't want to deal with the ramifications of standing up exactly. to me. Exactly. Yeah, but it's the Super Bowl. I know. I, I should have realized that. I can't believe that. I'm hearing that. I can't believe I'm hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should have realized it's the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh. <sighs> and, you, and you know what's so, and so funny, Brian, because while, while we were watching Law & Order, I was thinking to myself, gee, I wonder if he wants to at least check the score. But if he did, I guess he'd say. Oh, my. oh poor guy. You got him You got him pretty uh, good bad, huh? See, don't you feel sick, Brian? I want to throw up. <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for the guy. Oh, and by the way, he did get up at one point. We're in the middle of watching one of the Law and Orders, and I like when he's there watching with me because I don't want him to miss anything. Because then he comes back and goes, "What happened? Who's that guy? What's he doing?" And he goes over to the to the computer. I'm like, "What are you doing? Why are you going over there?" He's like, "I'm going to go check the score of the game. Give me a second. Oh. And I was like, "Well, should I pause this? I could pause the TV if you'd like." <laughs> like I didn't even think to myself, maybe the guy wants to actually watch the game. You could have paused the game or paused oh. the 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 TiVo. Desiree, is there someone worse than me? There is. If you watch Deal or No Deal a couple of weeks ago, there was a guy on there that they had all different team members from all the NFL players, and he loved NFL. And there was a package deal that he could have taken that would have put him at the playoffs. It would have put him on the field with the team, a brand-new truck, $60,000 cash. And his wife looked at him and said, and he was a teacher, you have college bills. You're not taking that offer. <gasps> What did he walk away with? And then later on, he took like a $200,000 deal because she pressured him. And he liked um, number 18 from the Colts, Manning. And his case was 18 and had the million dollars. Oh! No, yeah, there is a wife worse than me. That's Cooper's long-lost sister. (laughs) I feel better knowing there's someone much worse than me. (laughs) That's bad. All right.